This episode of Intoxicated is brought to you by Pros. No one has hair like yours, so why would you settle for mass-produced, one-size-fits-all hair care? In the past, I've struggled with greasy and oily hair, and I would constantly wash it, but it just felt like the products I was using was making it worse. Since making the switch to made-to-order hair care with Pros, I can honestly say I've never been more in love with my hair. Pros makes custom hair care that's effective because the formulas are actually made to order for your own unique needs. Using natural, sustainably sourced ingredients with proven results, Pros customizes every product in your routine from shampoo to supplements. I use their pre-shampoo hair mask and dry shampoo and my scalp has never been more hydrated. Custom made-to-order hair care with Pros is the key to achieving all of your hair goals this year. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com talk. That's p-r-o-s-e dot talk for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15 15% off. So I just moved to a new area not too long ago and I hadn't seen a primary care doctor for years. I was having really weird heart palpitations and decided I was overdue for a checkup. So I went online and found thousands of medical professionals on the ZocDoc app. It took me a bit to go through the list of doctors on there, but ZocDoc made it simple for me to filter out the ones who weren't covered by my insurance and find a healthcare professional that I was willing to try. I'm proud to say I absolutely love my new primary primary care doctor. She listens to my needs and put me on a medication to help me with my anxiety and heart issues. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. Go to ZocDoc.com talk and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C doc.com slash talk zocdoc.com recording everywhere all recording all recording guys i we filmed the whole intro and i forgot to press record <laughs> here we go again hey Kelcats, welcome back to another episode of intoxicated i'm your host kelsey davies and i am here with a very special guest we got madison mcgee right here right next to me yes (laughs) we just did a podcast episode together on um your pot what is your podcast called it's called ice cold case okay and we're gonna get into that about what it's about it is a very very powerful story and situation and it's I mean, it's solving a mystery, basically. Yeah. So a real life mystery that happened very tragically. But it's really, really cool that you're doing that. And yeah. we'll dig into all of that. But first, what is your intoxicated choice of the night? I ate an edible on my way here. Ooh. Yes. Is that how you feel? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is that, that the is right exactly one? exactly <laughs> how I feel. <laughs> what brand of edible was it? I think it was the wild ones. So they're the yes. ones, they come in like that octagon packaging yeah, and then of, you take it out and it's in that little and they're really tiny yeah. and like very very potent like i had like five milligrams or five grams wait i think it's milligrams five grams five, five gra- oh five grams of, oh, no i did not have five <laughs> grams god damn i did not have five grams of it <laughs> i've had be an experience yeah i've gone to like theme parks like with those and like oh, i get yeah. yeah rides are just they hit different the <laughs> winnie the pooh ride at disneyland 
it's different on yes. those. Wow. Definitely. Th that ride, whoever made that ride was really on <laughs> something because that ride trips me. I feel like I'm high even when I'm not on that ride. Have you been on that? I don't think I've been on that one. Oh God, you gotta, yeah, I mean it I is. gotta do it and then I gotta do it high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> both times you'll be like, am I high? Yeah, I mean, I don't know because this whole fucking thing, it, it's crazy. Wow. Some crazy shit. I wanna do it now. It's like, I think they eat like spoiled honey and then they, it's literally like a freaking shroom trip. Like, oh, wow, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to go. Yeah. I need to go to Disneyland tomorrow. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's just, we're all going to go right now, guys. We're going <laughs> to just head over to Disneyland. But my intoxicated choice of the night is, of course, <gasps> marijuana. I had a little joint and it was called like fluffy, puffy cloud marshmallow or some, some crazy shit. I mean, it was just. That's how you know it's good. Yeah. It's some good the weed. The weirder the name, the better. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. Wow. I, I took like a break from weed for a little bit because I was having some anxiety and like when you have anxiety and smoke weed, the two just don't combine very well. So I took a little bit of a break. Yeah. Have you ever like had that? Totally. I I get that a lot with alcohol as well. Mm, yeah. Um, but really it's anything like if I am, cause I'm, I'm anxious all the time. Same. But if I can tell that I'm running like a little more anxious at like a certain point in my life. Right. Anything is not a good combo. Like yeah. adding anything just makes it worse. Right, right. For that period of time. Yeah, it's like you got to handle your anxiety before you do any, any things that are intoxicating, I guess yeah. is the right word totally. for it. Um, totally. We like it'll, if I have a little bit of anxiety, weed will help like fix that yeah you know but if i'm really just anxious all day and dealing with that it's just not good yeah not good yeah I, I like when i go out i'm not really an alcohol drinker same i prefer like if i'm going out with my friends and they're all going to be drinking like i'll pop an edible before i leave right and then right. i'm like on the same level as them but i feel better different. Yes. than them. You know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah. it's, it's a different feeling. Yeah. yeah. Alcohol lowers your vibrations too. So that's, I mean, it's so crazy to me, like how alcohol is so, I always talk about this guys. I just can't talk about it enough. How alcohol is so pushed on society yeah. and like weed is frowned upon and like things like that, that actually make you feel better and higher yes. your vibrations and help you. I mean, it's just like, they're trying to keep us down. down, down, down. That is so crazy. Yeah, I'm not, I don't really like alcohol that much. Like a glass yeah. of wine here and there is one thing, but like if I'm out, I'm not like taking shots or yeah, anything Yeah, and like people that. fight and I've had mean drunks yes. just go ballistic. And I mean, it's just like, if, if you're a happy drunk, I mean, sure. yeah. Like have fun, be happy. But if you're a mean drunk, don't just don't fucking drink. Just help the yeah. people around you. Well, Come on. Like that line is so thin, right? Yeah. A happy drunk can become a mean drunk so fast. In a yes. Yes. Yeah. So fast. That's so true. I've never like when I would drink, I would always just feel genuinely happy. You know, like I would always just be happy, but then I would puke and like it would just not be good like your body just vomits it out because it's so bad for your yeah. whole body like <laughs> your body's literally rejecting it's it. literally rejecting like what you're putting in and like i just i can't i cannot do it <laughs> i'm like uh, I, I think i have the oh that's not it that's not it <laughs> 
Oh, that that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, kind of works for it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get into um, dreams because the last episode I ended talking about the dream state and how your consciousness like leaves your body when you sleep, which makes sense to me. Um, this is just like a theory, but open-minded people only guys, if you're not open-minded, get the fuck out of here. We don't, we don't want you here. Let's no. <laughs> keep an open mind. Um, but whenever I, you know, have dreams, they're always so vivid and it's always as if I'm leaving my body and going yes. into other realms and you can relate. Yeah. Right? I have very, very vivid dreams as well. And like, they're very detailed and I always like wake up and I'll be talking to someone about my dream and they're like, Oh yeah. Like I have dreams and I remember my dreams, but I'm like, no, I remember like super specific details oh, like what color the door was yes. and how many people were in the room whereas like other people are like oh I was somewhere doing something with like whatever so yeah it's like very vague but I have like really really specific memories and I've had recurring dreams I feel that I feel as that. well and like in different phases of my life okay yeah so, like, yeah I I haven't had one that I've had in a long time in a long time but when I was a kid, it was like the same dream. And then as I got older, it was the same dream, but it was a different dream than the yeah, one I was Yeah, and like a different a state of like yeah. being or a different state. I mean, even a different state of consciousness because when you're a kid, it, it switches and alters. Yes. And that's so, that's so cool to find someone else who like has these dreams because yeah. a lot of my friends and even my boyfriend, like they, they're like, oh, I don't remember any of my dreams. Like, it's I so don't remember weird. them. I'm like, oh, I have like, and some nights I don't. Yeah, yeah. But I remember the ones I remember so well. Yes. And like, I don't know if you have this, but like mine kind of have a theme, mm -hmm. even if they aren't like the same, like I'm always getting chased or I'm always like being tracked down by someone. Okay. And it's always like a scary kind of like, heated situation really yeah wow that's I mean I've had things like that it always relates to my life and the things I'm going through or sometimes it'll be like a spirit like someone I know is dead that I'm talking to and it's so interesting like they'll I'll have conversations with them or they'll give me guidance or lately I just went through a spiritual enlightenment I guess uh, yeah, I reached enlightenment. That's for sure. I mean, it was just, I'll explain that in the next. Uh, yeah, I'll explain that later, guys. But I, I still need to process all of it. I was kind of telling you about yeah. my enlightenment and uh, I've been going through like ascension sickness and it's been really, really a crazy just few days. <laughs> it's been just so awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm still so processing. Uh, you'll, I feel like you'll just you'll get there. Yeah. I mean, it's just profound and it explained all of my dreams. Like it just really explains how your consciousness and how like how it works and how science just does not know a lot about the human consciousness. Yes. There's so much about it. I always, it's funny. I was just thinking about this this morning and I did not know the topic yeah, of yeah. today. Um, but just like we've been on the same wavelength since we met. But this morning I woke up and I was like, oh, it's so weird that like sometimes I wake up in the morning and like you drift back off to sleep or whatever. And then you have like a whole nother dream. Yes. And it feels like it's been 
a long time or a little bit of time or whatever, but like the idea of like time in dream world, like wherever you are, whatever you're doing is different than like time where we physically are. Yes. And it was like, I wasn't high. (laughs) I was just (laughs) tripping out this morning over that because I was like, well, I only fell back asleep for 15 minutes. And then this whole like extra part of the dream happened and like yes. that's so crazy how did I have time right for right. that in 15 minutes and it's just like so bizarre it is that's why I totally believe like your consciousness leaves your body because your body gets tired like your body needs a break yes your consciousness does not ever shut off I mean it it doesn't like you never need a that doesn't need a break. So it would get bored just sitting in your body as wow, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like totally. it would get so bored. Like it just makes sense. Like if we're, our body is resting, it's sleeping for our consciousness to wander off. Maybe sometimes it sticks with us and, you yeah. know, but sometimes I truly believe it goes into other realms or dimensions. And I mean, I get guidance from like my guides. I'll be having a full conversation with them about wow. the day like how the day is going to go and like things like that. Sometimes I'll forget half of it, but then I just remember having this full conversation with them. And I I don't know. It's just so crazy. Just like all my dreams and of the eyes, like I've always dreamed of eyes and uh, my spiritual awakening just, it made everything make sense. (laughs) I love that. That is so cool. Yeah. I, I don't know where I go. Right. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. But I want to know. Yeah. When we all fall asleep, where do we go? I want to know. Yeah. I feel like through meditation and through just, there's so many ways, like even like people who talk about psychedelics, which I do want to do an episode on that. I've been very hesitant about it because People are so judgmental about it and it's so frowned upon, but psychedelics are slowly becoming legal in different states. They're legal in a lot of different countries. And I mean, it's just, they, they get you to a state of consciousness where you are just awoken and it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm pro that. I think it under the right circumstance. Great. 
Yes. Yeah, for sure. Like I, yeah, I want to do it. I feel like as a party thing, it wouldn't be, I mean, I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like I, for me, it would be very spiritual. Like it would be very, like I would have an intention before yeah. I do that. You know, yeah. so it's just, oh, I can't wait to do like an episode on just all of that because I've been dying to do one. Yeah. I'm just like, I had to get the courage to do it, but I've been watching other podcasts where I they want talk you to about do it, it so I can learn more. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's educate just, us. yes, I will educate <laughs> education connection. Wait, what is it? Get connected or free. Do you remember that? No. Oh, it's education connection. It's <laughs> like a commercial from like Nickelodeon or something. I would be like, I don't know. I just like remembered that. Oh my God, that's hysterical. I do not remember that. Yeah, it was like me and my sister would always sing it to each other. Like oh it was literally a commercial. So <laughs> about call, like an online college or something. Oh so God. whoever made that commercial, you guys like did a good job because it stuck. It really stuck. Now it's gonna be stuck in your guys' heads. I'm going to have dreams about it. Get connected for free, for free. What? Okay. But anyways, um, <laughs> uh, I wanted to go into after, I mean, I, I'm really high guys. I'm trying to like, <laughs> trying to remember what I was going to say, it. but, um, Anyways, aside from dreams and everything, I want to go to real life and I want to go into what you're working on and what oh. you're doing. So I'll just let you explain everything. Sure. Um, yeah. So I am investigating my dad's murder, um, which happened 21 years ago and is a completely unsolved cold case. And it has lots of interesting, like that's interesting, period. Yeah. But it has lots of twists and turns that make it a little bit more interesting or more complicated and complex. Um, and so I'm making a podcast about that and my investigation. And I've been pulling police files, witness testimony, 911 records, uh, probate court records and just like trying to sift through all of this stuff, interviewing family members, people who were there and trying to piece together what actually happened. Right. Um, because for whatever reason, the Belmont County Sheriff's Department can't solve this case. And so I have been doing all of that and now putting it out into a podcast. But there's been some like interesting, I mean, it, it's a very dark twisted story yeah. but even within that there's like very weird like intuition involved and and other kind of factors at play that I think are gonna help me solve the case yes. in addition to like the actual files and all of the stuff and so I've been wow. leaning very heavily on that yeah you're just it's such you're just such a strong person to be able to do all that, you know, like that is just, it's so cool that you're able to just, just do it, you know, no matter what people say or what happens, like you're still pushing forward and you're doing exactly what you're meant to do. Yeah. And you feel it. I know you do. Like you just, you have this intuition and yeah. even like the dreams and everything, like, I, I don't know. I like, I've always seen your aura and it's very intuitive. So like always trust your intuition yeah. and that you're doing exactly what you need to be doing. 
and sharing it, you know, like it's very, it's powerful to like put it out there and put more energy into it. And I truly believe like the more energy you put into things, it, it'll come back, you know? Yeah, totally. I feel that way too. And yeah, I do have this, like, I've always had this weird gut feeling and I could never identify what it was or what it meant or anything like that. But in just like little ways in my life, I've always been able to kind of have like this feeling like, oh, something bad is about to happen or something good is about to happen or whatever it is. And that has been instrumental in like getting me to this point and doing this. Yeah. Um, Which is very cool. And I haven't been able to kind of like explore that Mm -hmm. until now. And so it's been really fun. Yeah. No, that's so cool. And it's, I just hope that everything comes to light and I, I truly believe the truth will come to light. So I hope, I hope it all does for yeah, you. Thank you. Me and, too. Yeah. We're getting there. I mean, yeah. I am like on the right track. Um, and I, I think we're really starting to identify the people who were actually there physically there and could have had something to do with it. And so it's, it's very exciting because now, you know, after a lot of work, which wasn't as exciting and wasn't as fun, we're getting to a point where it's like, oh, we're kind of like on the heels of like who might have done this. And right. so it's, it's very getting exciting. closer and yeah. closer. And even you were showing me a lot. We'll go into like more details about it. Yeah. But you you explain a lot of the details on your podcast. So make sure you guys go check out Ice Cold Ice Cold Podcast, right? Ice Cold Case. Ice Cold Case, yes. sorry. <laughs> Ice Cold Case. Make sure you guys go check it out. Um, yeah, so on July 11th, 2002, my dad was shot in the doorway of his home. He was inside of his house and someone kicked in the door, shot him, and then left. They didn't take anything. So Nothing awful. was robbed. No one entered the house, which is really strange. And they left. And my sister was in the house at the time and she called 911 and she heard the gunshot and she heard a thud. She called 911. And while she was on the phone, she like went over and she realized like, oh, like our dad had been shot in the head. Like he, he was dead. Um, So did she find him? Yeah. So she heard it and she was scared. So she waited about 45 seconds and then she ran out and she like, went there was like a chair basically covering him so she couldn't see him but the door oh. was open so and she, so she didn't see like you know him, him. no like, yeah okay, she okay. didn't see him like get shot yeah um, but she was in her room it was like six in the morning so it oh woke her up and um yeah just super crazy and wow. so no one has really from there been able to figure out who was really there, what was happening, all of this stuff. And it's so bizarre because it seems so obvious. Um, There was a situation with the neighbor, the next door neighbor, who's also my cousin, my dad's nephew. And there's just so many things that seem so obvious when you're kind of looking at it from like a bird's eye view. And then I can't tell if it's like my intuition or if it's just obvious, but to me, it seems so obvious. And as I'm diving deeper, it's like little things are confirming that, yes, that is weird. Yeah. Did that person do it? That I don't know. And I don't think so, but 
there's something weird about this situation. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I've been diving into is like really analyzing these like 45 minutes prior. There's a lot of missing details. What happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a there's lot a lot of missing. Missing pieces. And it's like, it's so hard to find all those pieces, you know, but you're yeah. doing your best to find every, I mean, it's just... Yeah, even the police crazy. can't solve it. Yeah, they you know? can't. They have no idea what happened in that like 45 minutes, really. And and that's what's been so weird is the only person who knows is the person who did it and my dad. And right. so, um, yeah, trying to fill in the gaps without anyone there to tell you. But also it was 21 years ago. Right. So trying to fill in gaps, even if someone was there, it's like, do they remember correctly? Do they yes. remember the details? Um, and that's been hard trying to figure out who would even know and are they telling the truth because maybe they misremembered or maybe they don't want anyone to know. Yeah. And yeah. when I initially came over um, to your podcast, so she didn't tell me anything. She just wanted a psychic's input on this case. Yeah. And we had met, we had met at a podcast like a year prior and I mean, it, we just got each other's numbers. We we didn't really, I don't know. I didn't follow you on Instagram. No, yeah, we didn't like, communicate at all. Yeah, I didn't know, like, you know, I, did, I had no idea yeah. anything. So I came over and I saw, I mean, I was tapping in. There was a man with you at the apartment who I just wasn't saying anything, but felt so unjustified. That's what I said is there was just a justice that needs to be handled. Like he is so unjustified with things. And I remember you just looked at me and you just <laughs> like, like, you were like, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> it was just crazy. And then I kept seeing multiple people around. Like I was like, I don't think one person did this. I think it was a group of people. Yeah. And, and that's what was so crazy is that I went just that week from thinking it was one person that I could easily identify to literally two days before you saying that. Wow. Had a kind of epiphany, a realization, a gut feeling that, wait a minute, there were more people there. Yeah. And then you said that, and I was like, wait, <laughs> Just what? crazy. Yeah. Trust your intuition, guys. It is powerful. It is, I mean, it could change your life if you really listen to that little gut feeling that you have in there everyone has intuition yeah. I truly believe that maybe some people are more tapped in than others or born more tapped in but I truly believe everyone has that intuition and yeah. if you can use that to solve this that would just be so so powerful and yeah it's been crazy because it's now we're entering this difficult phase of I might know something I might feel something but now we're dealing with like a court system yeah it's like you need evidence yeah you it, that isn't enough right, and it's right. very difficult and I I wonder and I hope it's not very long but I do wonder how long I'll be saying it was this person this person and this person before everyone else believes that and it's proven in court and right. the officials actually do something about it and like, how long will I be saying that? And then to be proven right, 
it's going to be a really weird feeling because I will have known it from a gut feeling and they're going to have to prove it with actual evidence. Yeah. And that's so, so hard because it's so frustrating too. Like that would really just be a frustrating process. Um, you know, it's just like, it's a process of elimination in a way, but then it's like, it's, is this right? Should I keep going in this direction? What do I do? And even the cards were saying you're doing what you need to do Yeah. and you're in the right direction with things. And I mean, we pulled out all those papers too. And I was just drawn to certain papers. There was a couple that you were also drawn to. Yes. So you have that too. You just, I think you just needed some validation in a way. Totally. Someone who's a little more in tune. Yeah. And has no idea. I mean, you knew nothing. Nothing. So that's what was just so crazy is like to get that confirmation from someone who really didn't have any knowledge of what was going on was like very reassuring to me. Right. You're almost like um, a psychic, like in a way, like psychic um, solving this case and the FBI and like CIA and they've used psychics to solve things. Like there's, yeah, there's 2 million recorded documents in the CIA of them utilizing psychics and mediums to spy on other countries or solve cases or get visions of things. Like they have used them. Like it is all recorded and it's crazy. Oh my God. So it's like, it's, it is possible. It's a hundred percent possible. Yeah. I've never, that is insane. And that's what's kind of funny. There was a woman, my dad's ex-wife, um, her name is Barb. She's past now, but, um, she called the police at one point and was like, Oh, I went to a psychic and they told me that the, the gun is in the river or something. And they like took a boat out, I guess, to, to see, they believe they were like, we'll give it a go, whatever. Yeah. And they didn't obviously find anything, but it did make me wonder. And my sister, the one who was in the house has said that she's gone to see a psychic before. Um, and I'm very curious kind of what she got from that because, um, I do believe that like, there's something in that and maybe like with Barb, I mean, I don't know if she was just, you know, saying stuff, but yeah. I'm like, maybe the river was like a metaphor for something else. And it wasn't actually like a body of in water. the river and yeah. And like maybe there was something else. And yeah. so I haven't completely ruled that out, even though I think this woman is crazy, but, um, I'm like, maybe, you know, it's kind of filed away and I'm like, yeah. maybe we'll pull that back out. And there is something right. to do with that. Like where they never found the weapon, right? No. They never found the murder weapon. And I had a vision of someone taking it and I, I almost see it being wrapped in something like cloth, yeah. which is what I'm like kind of seeing right now too, is like it being wrapped in some sort of cloth and taken by one, one of the people. But I don't believe this person is the initial one who pulled the trigger. And I said, I think I said that again, yeah. but I, I believe that this person, you know, took it and was disposed of it. I don't know how I can't, it's See so it, yeah. funny because there is this weird. So, my uncle, my dad's brother, who was also my dad's other neighbor, came obviously as soon as he heard and he lived so close by. He came and he says allegedly that one of the detectives told him to go into my dad's house and get all the guns and take them away. 
And my sister, when she got home, said that she saw some of our cousins sitting on the bed of a truck with like a sheet or something over a bunch of stuff. And she didn't ask any questions. I mean, she was like traumatized till it was the morning that this had happened. And then they drove away. And I'm, I kept saying, I think that those were the guns from the house because when my sister got home, she was like, all the guns are gone. There are no guns in our house. Do you know why they took them? Was it a robbery to sell them or were they involved in some sort of like, I don't know, but there's like a weird family theory that my dad was shot with one of his own guns. Okay. And I'm wondering if they left the gun and maybe the detective who was either working with them or working for them was like, we got to get the guns out of here. Right. What if I like saw them wiping off like their fingerprints? You know what I mean? Like the cloth. What if that's what I'm seeing? That's like very well possible too. Um, I always... You know, I'll see things, but they're not clear. And sometimes I just, I'm not sure. Like a lot of, a lot of the times they're, I mean, spot on, Yeah. but I just, I question it, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's like so possible or like what, how they picked it up to make sure that like they weren't getting their fingerprints on it or like whatever. And, and I mean, Curtis did, isn't one of the people who did it. So if he did go in and grab the guns he would have been handling the gun and he wouldn't have been directly involved. So it's like you saying that is such an interesting, cause that's kind of what I was thinking after hearing that from Curtis is like, oh, maybe he, and he said, he was like, maybe I didn't even know that I grabbed the actual murder weapon. Right. And he's like, I always had that feeling like a year after we like got rid of the guns or like they sold them or did whatever with them. And he was like, I didn't think about it until way later that I was like, oh my God, what if I got rid of the murder weapon and I didn't even know? Wow. They didn't, um, did they know what type of gun it was? They didn't test like the autopsy for what type of bullet or like the size or they didn't So they know what kind of casing it was. Okay. Um, And in the official police reports, it says shotgun. But when I interviewed the detective, he said handgun. And I'm like, I don't think anyone knows what kind of gun. That's so, I keep seeing a smaller gun in my, in my visions. I keep um, envisioning a a handgun Yeah, is what I keep seeing. But I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. But But, I mean, it's, it's very possible because one thing says one thing. And when I spoke with him in person, he kept saying handgun, handgun, handgun. I was like, oh, weird, because police files that you wrote literally say shotgun, but maybe it was a handgun. And he said it was like, I'd have to listen again, but it's like a nine millimeter casing or something like that. And they found the casing, but then they were like, maybe that it was on the floor and we found it, you know, hours later. Maybe that was from, you know, a shot from before or was that from that shot? We don't know. And I'm like, I don't Oh, that's really frustrating. Yeah, but like, how do you not know? Don't you test all this stuff? Yeah, like, like in the initial thing, didn't they like measure? Or I mean, I've, I, I'm like thinking of Dexter. Like, I've yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm like, I've watched enough, of and these. that's an older show too. Yeah, so like they I've knew. watched the SVU and yeah. CSI and all these things. I'm like, don't you like tape off a scene and collect all these like just the check mark all right. your stuff and make sure you got everything. How did this not get done? Unless someone like was 
paid off in the police. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard of that. I've watched a lot of shows. So that's where I'm like <laughs> getting that from. This isn't like a feeling or vision. This is just like, yeah, no, it's, what if I, you know? I've had that thought where maybe there was some, some sort of transaction happening. Um, it seems very shady and like a lot of things were covered up from yeah. an upper hand in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird. It's, it's pretty messed up, honestly, but it's yeah. just like, uh, it would make it even harder because it's, I mean, that happens. It does. Yeah. It and, really and does. That's what's been so frustrating is even the, the prosecutors, the county prosecutors have kind of ruled that out as even a possibility. Like I kind of asked, I was like, listen, you know, I'm just curious what happens next if there was some sort of fault on behalf of the police department for negligence or right. whatever. And maybe it was like, they just turned a blind eye and like, what what, what happens then? Yeah. And they're like, oh, that didn't happen. You're like, how do you know? Right. How and do you like, know that okay. didn't happen? Like, and if it does, do you have protocols in place? Like what, like if, I'm not saying this happened this time, but if that happens, what happens? Yeah. And they couldn't tell me. That's just so bizarre. <sighs> That's really just, frustrating and ugh, are there like because I know you have all those files and stuff and you probably go through them on your podcast but like does I don't know are any of the files like from recent what anything have you like found out anything more or yeah just so what we knew before there was it's kind of funny it's almost full circle in a way where they took someone to grand jury, the the sheriff's department and the county prosecutors. They took someone to a grand jury, I mean, within two years of this happening. Yeah. So like 18, 19 years ago. And they ended up dropping the charges. So I kind of ruled out this person. I also thought they were maybe taking the fall for someone else, which could still be true. Yeah. But my my research, all my reading, I've been reading a lot of witness testimony in the last few days, has kind of brought me back to this person. And that's been really kind of trippy because it's like, oh, if I had maybe done a little bit more digging, would I have found this? But also probably not, I needed to talk to this person, this person, this person, this person, this person yeah. to come back and have all the information I do about this person that I started right. with. Right, the universe works in ways like that. Yes. And I feel, I just feel like your your dad is helping. I feel like yeah. he's really like almost guiding you in the right direction. I, I feel just, that. Yeah. Every time you speak, I just like feel something else with you, you know, like, yeah. and I just feel like, he's really gonna help the best he can. He wants justice, like yeah. 100%. You know, he's not ready to move on until he gets this justice Yeah, is what I've gotten. But it's, I mean, it's just so interesting how everything just works like that. Cause like, I, I truly believe everything happens for a reason. Yes, I 100%. agree. I agree. Um, and yeah, every piece of this has been such a, oh, this had to happen for this to happen. Yes. And then this happened because this happened. And yeah, it's it's been a lot of that. And it's it's been really interesting. Wow. <laughs> uh, thank you for sharing yeah. all this. I mean, it's, I is it hard for you to talk about or is it just? I mean, it's easier right now because I'm intoxicated. <laughs> um, yeah, that no, helps. But um, <laughs> it is sometimes, I definitely have my moments. I think of like, 
because I'm in such like grind mode, because we're about to launch the show, yeah. I, I've i kind of turned that part of my brain off a little bit where I'm like, it, I don't have time for that. I right. have to get to the finish line. Okay. You've got to get this out. You know, I don't have time to like sit in my feelings and do whatever, right. but I will. And I think it'll all hit. And every now and then I it's like overwhelming and I just have to have a moment, but I have been really good about just trying to like push through. We have a, you know, we got a launch on the 17th and, and it's just like, we've got to go. Yeah. And so I've kind of been, been pushing through that, but I definitely, I think the first day we recorded an episode. So we had episode one written, we were sitting down to go record and my producer, um, who's helping me out, Jeremy was like, are you okay? And I just started crying. Like we hadn't even recorded yet. And I was like, sorry, I'm just like so overwhelmed. And like listening to the interviews was really hard again, like listening back to people retelling, you know, where they were when this happened and what happened to them and um, the aftermath essentially of, you know, this traumatic thing. It's hard to hear over and over and over again, what which is happened, what I have to right. do. And, and to you kind of envision it and then it's, you know, it's yeah. just, it's a lot. I mean, and I'm I an empath. Even, so I yeah. like, if, you know, I'm feeling for these people and I'm wondering, you know, I find myself like, oh God, you know, this was recorded in October, but like, uh, did they have a nightmare last night? And like, you know, yeah. all this stuff. And so, yeah, it's been um, an emotionally challenging yeah, to open all of it back up, which is good. And it will be, I feel like you will find more fulfillment from it just out of justice, you yeah. know, and out of finding the answers because yeah. there's so many unanswered questions. Yeah, um, but and I think that's like part of it too, is like, I don't think a lot about the emotional side of it because I'm so focused on like the end of this is yeah. going to bring something so good that yeah. it's like, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then it'll be just fulfilling at the end. You'll yeah. just, you know, maybe you'll let it go and just be able to move on finally from That's what from I keep all telling this. myself. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder how long I'm really going to be doing this. Cause I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready to be done. I'm like, if this gets solved after like three episodes, I'm yeah, cool with that. Right, I'm right. Like, I'm ready to be manifesting that. Yeah, I'm literally. like, I'm ready. You know, I don't want to be doing this, you yeah, know? And that's yeah, what's so interesting about the project is like, I am a producer and I love creating, but I'd rather be making anything else. Like yeah. I do not want to be doing this, but I feel like I have to. Yeah. You've been guided to yeah, do it. Yeah. Just really ground yourself and continue to ground yourself during all of it. Cause it could get overwhelming and you could get, you know, lost in it because it's just, it's so much. I couldn't even imagine, but just keep yourself grounded the best you can is, uh, it's just a message I'm getting yeah. for you. So stay grounded. Yeah. yeah, you are, but just Gotta put your feet there. in the ground, <laughs> stay there and just, you're doing what I just saw the chariot, um, card and tarot, just like keep pushing forward. Yeah. 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 Oh, I just got the chills. That was that was a message for you. Oh my gosh. Chills. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, have you had any like dreams about, about this case in any way you think, or? Not any that I remember the next day. I okay. do think I have dreamed about it and I, I'm trying to be a lot more in tune with that. Um, it's very hard because I am tired and, you know, just going through all of this stuff. Um, 
but I I feel like I have. Okay. But just nothing that I can remember. But I have weird dreams about being chased and being trapped. Yeah. And it, that's really that. weird. So right. like it's, it's kind of a recurring dream, but the setting is sometimes different. Sometimes it's the same, but sometimes it's different. So I might be stuck in a house that has a lot of rooms. I might be stuck in a school. I might be stuck. Um, I always say like it's the Inception set. Um, I always feel like I'm stuck inside of the movie Inception. Yeah. Um, and and I, people are chasing me and I'm running up to people like they're coming to get me, they're coming to get me. And then someone comes and then I'm like in the next room. Got you. And it's like, I'm con- it's, I never am caught, but I'm constantly chased. Right. It's very weird. Wow. And I am always like, it's almost lucid dreaming in a way where I'm like, I know I'm dreaming and I want to wake up, but I can't wake up and I hate that. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. Like, I know that I'm not there. Yeah. And I know that this is a dream. And I don't want to do, I don't want to do this anymore, but I can't. Right. Right. Control that. Have you ever thought about like calling out to your guides or to your dad to come and give you messages or guidance in your dreams? I've never done that. Maybe try that. Yeah. And maybe try to like write it down after journal some of your dreams, because I truly believe dreams have a lot of power. I mean, I've dreamed of things before they've happened my whole life. I've dreamed of things, you know, with symbolism and I've always had very profound dreams and visions. And that's when I really am connected. Um, a lot of the time is in my dreams. Um, and sometimes I'll call out before I go to sleep, I'll call out to my guides. Hey, can you give me guidance or can you give me some sort of symbol? Sometimes it does. I don't remember sometimes, you know, but it's good to kind of just call out because you do receive things in your dreams. And a lot of people don't. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to definitely definitely do that. Like what if you solve, I mean, I mean, yeah. what if you find something or solve something? I mean, in your dream, like, it's just, I feel called to just say that. Yeah. I love that. And I'm, I'm very open to that. So I'm okay. definitely, yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Let me know. I'm yeah, curious I will. I will. because dreams are powerful guys, especially after uh, enlightenment. I want to go into like enlightenment a little bit. Yeah. So do you know anything like about? Not a ton. I know like the general idea of it and that, you know, you can reach it in your life and multiple times at different points um, or never. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that's kind of the extent of it. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. So some people... Some people reach enlightenment through meditation, constant meditation, or I mean, even psychedelics or ritual, or I mean, there's a lot of different ways to reach enlightenment. And I I reached it recently and I knew, I mean, you just know when it is, it is just profound. You just, I mean, you just know. And I was seeing things that you don't see with your eyes. Like I was seeing things on the walls and on, I mean, all these Egyptian type people. And I remembered like a past life in Egypt. And I remember being a person in in power in Egypt, like a prince or I felt like a man. Like, I I mean, I think I was like a dude, which makes sense. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, But I remembered being this person in power and not wanting it. It was too much for me. I was scared. I was like, this is too much 
power for me. I don't want it. I don't want it. I just remember saying that, like, I don't want it. I don't want it. It was like I was channeling a past life. And I've been super drawn to Egyptian patterns. And I had like this experience with all these Egyptian patterns all around me. Um, and I went to Costa Rica and I had like a, the craziest experience. And we will get into that in the next episode of Intoxicated. <laughs> what a team. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching and or listening. If you guys want to check it out on YouTube, my YouTube is K-E-L-S-I-D-A-V-I-E-S. And shout out all your stuff where they can find yeah, this case. So I'm... Madison underscore McGee on everything. And then you can also follow the podcast Ice Cold Case pretty much everywhere. Yeah, yeah. guys, go follow it. I, I'm definitely going to be watching and making just, uh, I want to make sure that you just solve this freaking case. Thank I just you. want it. Yeah, I'm going to give you all the energy. Thank you. I am very excited. It has been like quite a journey. So I'm, I'm excited to just put it out and say, yeah. you know, let the universe do its thing and take it where it needs to go. And I will have done my part, you know, it's yes. like, I've, I'm doing the work now to say I've done my part and now we just let, let it do its thing. Yes. Let it just do it, let it go and let the universe handle it. That yeah. is the best, best way you're on the right track. Um, <laughs> I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Stay woke everyone. Mm-hmm.